Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons and Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM. Hi, my name's Colin and I play Cuin de Greymond, a paladin from Gavany. Hi, I'm Spencer. I play Caddo Chasseur, a cleric also from Gavany. Hi, I'm Brian and I play Ogvar Shawfoot, a ranger from Keswick. Hi, my name is Samantha and I play Elora Greyvale, a sorcerer from Nefalia. heroes had their fill of fine fare on offer. Elora inquired about the city's nefarious nighttime entertainment and received a riddle in response. Her well of knowledge is deep, but her knowledge of wells significantly shallow by comparison. The cleric chose to quiz the locals, who either avoided or abstained from their opinion of Axum. This further convinced him that due to the prolonged absence of the Archangel Avacyn, dark deeds and corruption were starting to seep into the city, purloin positions of power and fracture the faith of her followers. Episode 64, Well Disguised. So, getting on with the show, um, you had booked out rooms 7 till 12, 7 to 12, not from 7 o'clock to 12 o'clock. You booked out room 7 to 12. Uh, after getting Arvis upstairs um, and her projectile vomiting, and then you finally getting her to bed, um, you will decide to settle down for the remainder of the afternoon. It's probably about, I think it's about 3 o'clock-ish. Um, so you've settled down for the remainder of the afternoon. Um, and when 7 o'clock finally rolls around, Ogvar, you're sat in the um, dining area. You're playing with Murdoch, uh, yeah. tossing some crumbs of bread for him. Um, <clears throat> Caddo, Arvis, Esther and Alora are all upstairs resting, um, getting a bit of shut-eye, taking a bit of a nap. Um, I'm assuming Pickle's probably going to be with you. Um, so yeah, you guys are just having a general rest. And Kieran, I believe you said you were sat in your room sharpening your sword and that is not a euphemism. <laughs> Sharpening my sword and 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 looking after my my new armor. Trying Is that to her name? My helmet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so seven o'clock. What are you guys doing? Um, Laura is going to um, go to. Uh... She's going to go to roommate, which is Esther's room, and knock on the door and say, "Em, Esther." Esther, uh, you wake? Yep, 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 yes, do you? Yep, I'm, I'm, heading, I'm heading downstairs now. Um, I'm just going to go and go into Arvis's room, uh, go on the door and see if she's surfaced. But I'm going downstairs because we all said we'd meet at seven. And, um, well, it's got to be nearly seven now. So I'm, I'm popping downstairs, just letting you know. Okay, Jerry, okay. Um, she's going to stomp. Um, another door down the corridor uh, to number seven, room seven, and she's just going to bang on Arvis's door um, and um, see if Arvis is awake. Uh, Arvis? 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 Yeah, you you hear some faint kind of grumbling from inside. It sounds like someone's waking up a bear. Um, so you hear this kind of from inside. You assume it's Arvis. Arvis? Arvis, we're going downstairs now. If you don't come down, you're going to miss out, okay? That's it. Laura turns around and she walks away. Downstairs. Okay. Okay, so you go downstairs. You see Ogvar sat in the dining room playing with Murdoch. Uh, Murdoch's quite happily flitting around. By this point, the, um, the, the, the guild hall is in that kind of 
lull at the moment. You've had the day rush and people have decided to go off. They're going to go and do things for the evening. And you've just kind of got this kind of brief lull almost where you'd imagine that it's going to pick up quite a lot later. There's going to be a lot more. It's going to be a lot more boisterous. But at the moment, the, the guild hall's really quite empty. A couple of employees are running around um, cleaning down tables as best as they can um, with d- the dirtiest cloths they can find. Um, and yeah, so you see Ogvoss out there and he's uh, playing with Murdoch. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to sidle up to um, go to the bar. Uh, get myself a... Um, I'll probably get I'll probably get an ale. Um, yeah. Then I'm going to... Uh, with um, Orland on my side, and obviously the, I've still got my um, little protective house on my side, like little box on the side, which uh, contains um, familiar Rowan. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to go get this um, get this tank of bale, and then I'm going to shuffle over to um, uh, uh, a lot. <laughs> get going over to Ogvar and say. Oh, Hey, Ogvar, how you doing? You had a bit of a rest. Did you not go up? Quite awake. Quite awake at the moment. The night is still young, so it's only, uh, near seven o'clock, so we should be all right. Okay, cool. Um, well, uh, next to Ogvar, and, um, we'll just sit there and do whatever. Okay, so... Are we down? Yeah. I think so. I... I on um, on the door of Arvis. There was a lot of grumbling. Funny noises coming out of that room. Whether she's joining us, I don't know. But um, a, I, quite I, a state. I did check on Esther, and I think Esther's on the way down. Yeah, I don't know about the boys though. Excellent. And uh, Cadua still yet to be seen. Yeah, I haven't seen them. I didn't bother knocking on their door. I figured they could sort themselves out. Okay. Need me to go up? Just say I rouse them. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so um, Ogvar will go up and find the uh, two of the rooms, uh, the Caddo and Kewin. Five and six. Five and six. Eleven and twelve. Eleven and twelve. Yeah. So if we win five and six, we'd be in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> who's moved? Who's in those? <laughs> Speak for yourself. Remember the good-looking bar, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go to Kewin's door first and uh, knock on the door. Kewin, are you uh, about? I'll be down in a moment. Just uh, gonna strap on my sword. You know? Okay, I think we're uh, getting ready to head out. I'll just go check on Cado. Wait, wait a sec. Okay. So, knock on Cado's door. Cado, are you in? Oh yeah, I'm up. Yeah, is it seven already? I, I do believe so. How how are the rest of the troops doing? Uh, well, I I believe uh, Melora's already downstairs, and Esther and Kewin are soon to uh, to arrive, but. Uh, I'm not quite so sure on Arvis. Ah, the drunkard. Should we yes, go give yes. her another knock? I, I shall go check on. I'll, I'll come with you. It might be entertaining. Okay. I thought so... he was going to say that he was going to go and knock her up then. I was just like, <laughs> no, don't. Don't go there. As, so, if, yeah. as if I would say something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, knock on the door for Arvis and uh, see if there's any reply. Yeah, again, you hear this noise. <laughs> From inside. Yeah, I didn't hear anything from. Oh, I did. Uh, I yeah. heard you. Okay. Right. She I... makes a noise like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, Ogval, she doesn't sound that great. Perhaps we should just step in and make sure she's okay and, and she's not lying there in a pool of her own um, embarrassment. Incoming. Good no. loud knock. Here we come, Arvis. Just coming in to check. Just a moment. Didn't we lock the door? No, we left the key in there. In the mug. We left the key in the mug with her. Cool. Okay, so uh, you you open the door. The door is unlocked. As you walk in, you you see it's a very dim room. Um, it's clearly a room which doesn't have, although there's a window, it's it's kind of blocked off by another wall. So there's not much light coming in, anyways. Um, but as you walk in, you see the bed where you just kind of threw and draped Arvis. Um, she's crawled away under the covers, and all you can see is this big lump in the middle of the bed covered by the covers and you hear the no- these kind of noises you've been hearing from outside the door you hear the... from this this lump under the covers are you are you okay 
I'm, I'm not a medical man, Ogra, but I, I think she may need a little more recovery time. Let's see. I'd agree with you, but... Uh, Unless anybody's got the ability to sober her up. I believe I possess such a, a talent. No, I, I certainly don't have the spell sober drunk person. If you don't have it, I'd... Same. No one else will. I'm going to come walking down the... Uh... What's up? Uh, we have a person in the sick bay. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound good. Uh... Because it's a pity we haven't got no smelling salts. What do we do with that sack with the troll? Used for the troll head. With your salt. I don't think it's that bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's already been sick once. Let's uh, <laughs> let's not make it any worse for the poor girl. I, I think I think we should leave her where she is. Just maybe give her some water in that mug. She take the key out first. But... No, she she won't find the key. It's in the mug. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she. That might have stuck in her brain. I, I think perhaps if we leave, if we leave her overnight to have a decent night's keep, and we just tell them down on reception to stick their head in and make sure she's okay every now and then. Ask them, yes. I'm, Problem. I, I mean, they might charge us, but hey, Get down we got her in this state, so I suppose we're responsible for getting her out of it again. Esther got her in this state. Yes, uh, talk so. of Esther, where is she? Uh, she's downstairs already. Wait, settle down, pickle. As you say that. Um, the three of you can make me a, uh, is it, uh, not perception, um, uh, I just want you to make me a general wisdom check. Oh. Ooh. Just add your wisdom modifier then. To a yeah, detail. just add wisdom. 19 for Q. Oh, yeah, 19 for Cado. 15 for Ogvar, yes, 15. Good start to wow. the day okay, <laughs> okay, so... Ogvar, as Kieran say, says, uh, says this, you feel a hand land on your shoulder. You haven't sensed anything coming up behind you, but both Kieran and Cado, you get this, you kind of catch out the corner of your eye, you, you catch sight of Esther. And she just comes up behind you and pops her hand on your shoulder, Ogvar. Oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, hello. Hello, dearie. Everything all right? Uh, yes, uh, I believe, well, I believe 20% uh, of us, 80% of us are uh, okay. It's just 20% down there that, well. You, you appear to have turned Arvis into a bear. Dear, uh, I, I, I never knew I had that spell. Well, you, you listen to her. She's, she, she appears to have been trying to hibernate. And the only noises you can get out of her make her sound like a, 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 a maternally enraged bear. Oh, um, well, uh, you know what they say, don't poke a sleeping bear. Um, I, I'd say we just leave her be. Well, that's just what we were discussing, whether or not uh, we leave her till breakfast and just ask somebody down on reception perhaps to check in on her every now and then just to make sure she's okay, because uh, it looks like she doesn't quite have your constitution. That, that, that sounds like a jolly good idea. I, I think we should do just that. Brilliant. Well, downstairs it is, then. Yes, I think it looks a bit weird. It's all around. We should uh, shuffle on out. Do we want to leave her a note so she knows she knows what the plan is? Possibly. Could we not just tell the reception? Or just write, yeah, we, we, we can just write a note saying, uh, just popping out, see you later. If you, uh, you, you, you survive. Okay. Okay, I, I'll leave that up to you. Okay, here goes. We've left her a note saying we're popping out. Be a few hours. See you at breakfast. Okay. So you all head downstairs. Um, I'd say, are you going to stop in and ask one of the guild employees to check in on her? Yes. Yeah. Yep, so you stop in and at the desk there's this rather matronly looking woman, clearly older, um, quite round, quite jolly, rosy cheeked. And she gives you a, you adventurers these days, you're always getting drunk. And she agrees to do it and um, yeah, so you carry on into the dining room where you see Elora. And Burdock. And what are you doing? Uh, we'll saunter over to uh, Alora. And, uh, we'll all, uh, to a full party. All who are uh, willing and able to join. Oh, oh, hi, guys. Hi, Esther. How you doing? Kieran, Caddo. Oh, no, Arvis. No, he's uh, uh, She's uh, still it's... struggling. 
Yeah, I, I got a load of strange noises from shouting at her through her door. I'm not really surprised, to be honest. Yeah, they're just as odd if you open the door. Oh, you went in? Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that was brave. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure we'll be doing it again. Ah, uh, right. Okay, well, we'll leave her to it, I think. Um, yeah, right. Um, so, I, are you having a drink before we... Yeah, yeah we, left her, we left her a note and told her we'd see her at breakfast and we've asked the lady at the desk to just check in on us. So oh, that that's cool. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's kind of you. Um, so, uh, well, I've, I've not got much of my ale left, so I don't know whether you guys just... Should we go and examine this uh, maintenance ladder? There, there's the, a well to fix, isn't there? Yeah, apparently, behind the guild. Sure. Yeah. It's only around the corner, isn't it? So, should we... Uh, oh, you, you never know. We... We might find a wealth of information. Oh. 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 Yeah, okay, well, yeah. Hey, wait, the only other option is to have an early supper, and if we have an early supper, we're going to start drinking again. So uh, let's go and do something, otherwise we're going to get on it large, aren't we? And we'll all end up like Harvest. No, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, no, let's go and do something a little bit more constructive. Or right. destructive, as the case may be. Yeah, I think that's... Okay, uh, well, I'll tell you what, Kenna, why don't you lead on and... Apparently, it's just round the back of the guild. So I understand. It's a. Uh, what are we looking told, for? Well, I was told it was a maintenance ladder. A maintenance ladder? Yeah. Well, going down? Uh, in the well. A maintenance ladder? Right, well, yeah, okay, well, we'll give that a crack. So. Uh, he, he said it's a, a, a maintenance ladder in a well behind the guild. If we're going to go down a well, I might. Mm, do we take the dog? Oh, I don't know. I think. If, if it's anything. If it's anything like the one. The it's pretty crowded. Uh, ask people to uh, keep guard over Arvis. Well, I was just thinking that might be quite a good plan, mightn't it? Yes. Yeah, just well, you'll be safe the there, yeah. Yeah, right, I'm going to nip upstairs uh, uh, and give uh, Pickle instructions to uh, guard Arvis's door. Yep, are you leaving him inside Arvis's room or outside Arvis's room? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we'll go inside. We'll go inside with instructions to guard the door. Uh, uh, so, so he'll bark and let her know if anybody interrupts her. Yep, so you, you leave Pickle inside. Pickle quite happily plods in there, sits there, looks at you, turns tail and then jumps up on top of the bed next to Arvis and, and takes up a guard position next to her. Um, yeah, so you go back downstairs. Uh, you're all in the dining room. Are you leaving the guild yeah. now? Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm off. Um, is there an obvious route around the back of the building? Uh, there is... There is a, uh, obviously you've got the front door, you can go out the front doorway, but there is what looks like a back door. Um, you can see footprints trodden into the, like kind of muddy footprints trodden into the wooden flooring going in and out of this door. You can see it's clearly a well-used route. Um, so yeah, you can you can assume that this is a back door, especially oh, if you really? think about okay. the building and where it's kind of situated. You can assume this is out of the back side of the building. Well, we'll give that a go then. I'm always keen on a rear entrance, so uh, we'll head. We'll, we'll head that. Way. <laughs> okay, so you you. There's no hanging fruit, was there? You, you couldn't resist. No hanging fruit. These two, they've got filthy minds, haven't they? I mean, man of the cloth makes a purely innocent remark. <laughs> uh, moving on. Anyway, yeah. So we'll we'll beat a haste, haste, hasty foot towards the rear entrance. Okay, so you go towards the back door, and this back door, it's um, quite loose, it's quite ill-fitting in the door frame. You can see there's a good kind of centimetre gap around each edge of the door. Uh, and at the bottom, you can see where the kind of planks have splintered slightly and pulled away and kind of warped with time and age. Um, you open the door, it doesn't squeak. It's not a squeaky door. It's clearly been used often enough that it isn't kind of seized, it moves freely. Um, but you open the door, and you walk outside, and... It's seven o'clock. It's fairly dark. There is ambient light because you're in a city. So things like in buildings where you've got kind of um, candles lit inside the rooms and stuff, you can see it's, it's very dimly lit. But you walk out into a courtyard area. And this little courtyard area, um, you can see clearly that one door is uh, kind of there's a spur on your left hand side, a spur of the building which you can assume is the kitchens. You can hear a lot of crashing, a lot of banging. You can hear the sounds of like um, a cleaver going into meat. Um, the essentially, basically, the kitchen is gearing up and prepping for the evening rush. Um, 
but in this back area you've walked out to this little courtyard it's um higgledy biggledy cobbles with all sorts of like grass and moss grown over the top uh so to your left you've got this building to your right you have what appears to be like a, a little small holding area you've got like a little pig pen you can hear a couple of pigs kind of chuffing around in the shadows of the room uh shadows sorry shadows of the courtyard you can hear a couple of pigs chuffing around um the occasional kind of like squeal um and you can see a couple of chickens are, are scratching around and a couple more you can hear them just very gently kind of um uh being chickens yeah i'm just trying to think of what the noise a chicken makes it's just gone they cluck they cluck they scrat yeah no i'd those are both valid points but what i was going for was crooning you can hear them just kind of very gently crooning obviously where they're nesting down for the night you that kind of that kind of gentle croon um but right straight ahead of you this is an enclosed courtyard so you've got the back of another building on the other side but straight ahead of you in the middle of this courtyard there is what looks to be a very old dilapidated broken down well and you can see um actually everyone make me a spot check well well mm. well well oh, well well Oh. What's my spot? I've forgotten what my spot is. Who wins five? Oh, five, dear. okay. <laughs> that device is not working for you, is it? Aha. Uh -huh. Well, Caddo's a whole nine. <laughs> Laura's looking for the front sheet. <laughs> Ogvar's got 19. Oh, well, okay. Somebody can see the well. <laughs> spot. Laura has 21 on spot. Ooh. Ooh. That That's a good roll gone. I got a massive nine all in. Okay, so was there anybody higher than uh, a fifteen? Just yeah, it was just fine. just you two. Okay, yeah. so Laura and Alpha, as you're looking around, you can see perhaps you've just got a slightly better angle as you come through the door. Um, you're just situated ever so slightly where you've got a bit more light coming through, and you can see a bit more. Uh, but you can see that very clearly, although this, there's this old well, you can see a, uh, a brand new kind of hand pump well situated near the kitchens. Um, so you can see that clearly they've got a fresh source of water here. But this well in front of you, it's about, say, it's about five foot off the ground. So it's, it's quite tall off the ground. Um, and it looks like it's very old, very worn down. It's made of kind of um, piled together and balanced stones rather than any kind of brick. So it's not held together by anything. It's just held together by kind of, you know, gravity and forces at this point. Um, there's this big kind of lip of stone all the way around the edge. Um, and you can see the like kind of half rotten remains of what was clearly once kind of strut posts and a, a crossbar and a roof. The roof's gone, it's just these two kind of half-rotten poles and a bit of coiled rope around the base of the of the well itself, which looks very manky, it's half-grounded to the dirt, it's kind of green and looks slimy with age. Um, and the top of this well, it's been boarded over, um, and it's just literally some someone's put some planks across, nailed some planks together with like a, a cross piece, and then just roughly with a saw kind of chopped round it. So it's this very uneven, jagged kind of circular shape, um, which is just sat over the top of the well. Well, it was the ladder they mentioned, wasn't it? So do we need to take the top off to see if there's a ladder? Can do. Okay, then. Fair way up. Yep. Oh, well, we'll walk over and inspect the top of it, the uh, the board that's across the top, let's say. And you'll just, we'll just try and lift it, see, see if it is nailed shut or whether it is removable okay you begin to lift this lid it, it moves about it's it's quite although the wood looks quite dense it's clearly made of a lighter wood um which is um obviously a lot easier to lift um but as you get closer and you've obviously got a bit you're, you're close up to the wood you can see that the wood although it looks really this wood across the top, although it looks newer than the wooden posts, which have rotted, it still looks old. Like, it's been there for a good couple of years, it's had some weather, it's got a bit of pigeon poo on top of it. You know, it, it looks weathered and old. But as you get there and you look closer, you look at it, and this is new wood, which has been made to look old. Even to the point where this this what you think is pigeon poo... When you look a little closer and with your profound knowledge of the wilderness and pigeons, um, 
you look at it and it's actually painted on. It isn't bird droppings, it is paint, which someone has painted on. And the kind of the closer you look at it, you realise that all this old kind of green lichen, which looks like it's on top, it's just paint. Someone has deliberately concealed the top of this well. But as you try and lift it, it moves about an inch up and then it stops. You cannot lift it any further. It just kind of, it hits a stopping point and, you know, you kind of, ugh. But it begins to move and you can feel that it actually has a pivot point. Okay. It's uh, clearly not as uh, shabby more more to the earth meets the eye so this pivot point pivot like inwards or downwards or upwards yeah so this pivot point you can tell that there is almost an anchor point on the one side and it spins round okay uh so as you begin i'm assuming you're going to begin spinning it i'll give it a go yeah i'll just swing it away from myself Yep, you push it away from yourself, and it, it's clearly got a pivot point on, like, kind of the left of you, um, so on your left-hand side, and mm-hmm. you push it, and it just really easily glides open and kind of over the top of the well, leaving this big gaping hole. Okay, can I see anything down the hole? Okay, so as you look down the hole, you can see it's it's quite dark, but you can see, make me another spot check. Okay. Just me or everybody just, else? Just Ogva. Just Ogva. Uh, that's going to be. No, 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 no. A 20. Oh. 20, yep. Yeah. Okay. So looking down the hole, you can tell not a lot aside from the top kind of five foot. Okay. But as you look down, you think you can just about make out the kind of flicker of light. Clearly, the, the flicker of light you get, it's clearly, it's not like someone stood at the bottom of a hole with a torch held aloft. You can't see that kind of thing. But it's almost like just kind of on the peripherals, you can just see a, a vague flickering of what looks like light. So obviously, there's a lad, the ladder equation is there as well. Yeah, sorry, yeah. You yeah. can definitely see this ladder. Um, okay. And this ladder, again, when you look at this ladder, the top kind of, you can see the top five foot, so maybe six rungs. Um, okay. They look very rusted. The fixing against the wall look really, really rusted. They look like they're going to break off any second. Um, you can see kind of like flakes of paint peeling off. But again, when you look closer, just at the top rung, you can see that this has been disguised to look like an old ladder. In fact, when you touch the ladder and you kind of get a nail under a bit of the flaking paint and you ping it off, you can see shiny new metal underneath and it what someone has done is clearly they've layered up paints to give this kind of rusted effect and then layered up a bit more to make it look like it's flaking and peeling off it's been really really cleverly done to the point where if you weren't looking at it really really closely you would not be able to tell that this was a new ladder okay cool so looking down to the bottom of the well is there any sign of water or is there just like a flicker of light you can't see any water. You can't hear any water. Uh, but you do get this, like, just peripheral flickering. Um, just kind of like this this kind of uh, very faint orangey flicker. Uh, but it's very, okay. very dim. Okay, um, it looks as though uh, it's, it's not as bad as it looks. It looks a bit ropey. I'm sure you, your ladder looks quite structurally sound. Uh, what do you think then, Ogvario, going down the ladder? I, I believe so, I be something down the bottom maybe maybe a bit of torchlight down from somewhere so we're on the right track and you're confident it'll take five bodies at once as certain as i can be drawing on what i what i've uh, remember from my father stole mason fixing sure enough just quietly listening to this you're just going to step out from the rear of the group and just look around the corner and obviously just try and get a look at the well she's going to wander up to the edge of the well look down it it, it, it can she can she say is it is it lit enough is there enough dim light to actually how far down can we actually see you can see the top five foot of the ladder before it oh. goes into kind of pitch right. um i was going to cast light yeah what are you casting light on 
she's going to cast it onto the end of her dagger. And she's just going to okay. hold that the actual o- over the edge of the well. So it should... How far can yeah. you see? It's, so it's are you all kind of clustered around the well at this point? Yeah, why not? Let's all stare down the well. Down it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> look at which is so... cold and looking into it. Yeah. Anything comes up the well, it's going to take five heads at once. Well, four heads. Esther does her own thing. Yep. No, Esther. Esther will be there with you. Um, yeah. Let's all look down the well. Twenty foot find... radius of. Um, uh, is it twenty foot radius? Shedding bright light in a twenty foot radius and dim light for an additional twenty feet. Uh, okay. Tempt- so tempted to throw in a copper piece and make a well. Wish. Okay, so as, you, as you're as you looking down as well with your dagger aloft, I'm assuming you're probably going to stretch your arm down as far as you can to make the most of the range of light. So you can probably see for the next um, 21 feet, uh, 22 feet possibly, you can see that this, um, this, lad, this ladder is now illuminated and you can see that it gets down to a point about 15 foot down. Where all this effort that someone has gone has put in to make it look old, even to the stones at this point, you can see that someone has clearly been like weathering the stones to disguise this well entrance. And you can see that about 15 foot down, it suddenly stops. And the stone transitions into a kind of a, a grey brick. And the ladder is no longer looking rusty. It looks brand new and shiny. And it looks like it's fixed to the wall rock solidly. So for a further 20 feet in the dim light, you can just make out the glinting, the reflecting of the metal of this ladder. But it looks, again, like this kind of top section you've got here, this this um, new-looking top section, not the disguised top. Um, but you can, you can clearly see that down to 15 foot, which you'd probably say is about the distance someone would be able to see in the day, without sticking a torch down in the day, because why would you stick a torch down a well in the day? You can see that this top 15 foot has been made to look weathered, disused, old. From that point onwards, down to about 40, 42 feet, brand new. Well, we'll point down. See, I told you. You doubted me, but it's quite safe. Okay, well. <clears throat> Must be something down there, people. Nobody's, nobody's going to put a new ladder in a well unless there's something at Laura's the bottom. going to slide the dagger that she's holding. She's going to slide, slide the hilt, the handle of the hilt, into her pocket. So just the tip of it with the light is actually just sticking out of her pocket. And she's going to swing her left leg over the side of the well wall, followed by the right leg. So she's now sat on the wall with the legs dangling in. And she's going to ease herself down onto the ladder. And she's going to start to climb down. So come on, guys. Let's do it. Yep, yeah. okay, so the, the way you're getting onto this ladder, you can make me a dexterity check. Okay, while, while she's doing that, I'm going to take a copper piece out of my pocket, um, flick, yeah. it into the, flick it into the well, and make a, a small wish to myself. Yeah, okay, that's, okay, a, that's so... an 18, 18 all in from Alora. I'll, I'll private okay. message you with a wish in a minute, although I know nothing will come of it. <laughs> okay, so y- you flick the coin in, and you hear this kind of... this. Of like a coin spinning through the air, and it goes down, and you hear it kind of echoing slightly, and then it hits the bottom. You hear a ding as it echoes back up. Okay, so Laura, with that, yeah, you get onto the ladder fine, and you begin your descent. You don't get hit by Cado's coin. I was so hoping that I've killed a dwarf at the bottom. uh, (laughs) I'll then go. Well, hold on, I'll 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 come next. I'm going to let it go about ten foot. 15 foot head and then I'm going to start and dexterity uh you uh yeah yeah make me a dexterity check at 11 okay yep you're a tad wobbly um because you're actually trying to get the bulk of your armor in although this is a quite a wide well entrance you're trying to get the bulk of your armor in and obviously it's not that easy to lift a, a leg coated in armor over a 10 foot side of a well so you are struggling knock, a bit knock knee so he's like his left leg his knees going out and his right knee is going out as he's going down the rungs i just get this vision of him like going down like knock kneed with his yeah to get it's, down with his it's, armor. It's, it's very ungainly because you you don't have the kind of you, your armor is not providing the full range of movement that Laura wearing no armor has. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Uh, maybe I should have left my great sword. Uh, 
the room and just bought my bastard sword. Uh, oh, this is a bit uncomfortable. Oh well. <laughs> Don't worry, fella. You look like a graceful sword and you'll be fine. <laughs> well, uh, but yes, uh, at least if uh, if I fall, I've got something to land on. <laughs> well, very true. Laura's looking up as she can hear the echoes above her of clanking armour and queuing. It's kind of like quite loud because it's... Yeah, you're not going to get a show. Um... <laughs> 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 okay, so who's uh, next? <laughs> Esther, Esther, would you like to go down? Oh, yes, uh, sure thing, dearie. And she very, I'm going to say she very nimbly kind of pops her leg up and vault and kind of vaults over onto the ladder. Um, I'm going to roll to see. Some, does somebody want to roll me a d20 to see if Esther does indeed do this nimbly? Nimbly. Uh, it, it's five. <laughs> so not that nimbly at all, really. Who, who of us on these tables would expect Sam to roll a dice for dexterity? <laughs> <laughs> hey, my dex is really good. Who would ask her to roll a dice for anything? Roll a dice? No, I said roll a dice. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, just don't let. Just don't let you roll a dice for somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. With with the five in total, um, uh, Esther Esther ends up. She, she's trying to bless her. She's trying her best to kind of push herself up over this ten foot kind of low wall, but. She is old, as nimble and, and dexterous as she is. She is quite old. Um, so she turns to you, Ogva, and she says, Oh, she goes, Oh, um, uh, Ogva, would, would you give me a bit of a leg up, please? Yeah. So you give her a bit of a leg up and a, a you know, kind of cup hangs the leg up and push her up. And One, she's two, able three. to get. <laughs> and she's able. <laughs> and she's able. Oh, wow. Um, and she's able to get onto the edge of the wall and then she just kind of grabs onto the ladder and slides down a couple of feet before kind of starting on her way down the rungs. Um, okay, so who's next? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to like kind of linger on this bit too lot. So um, who's next? Yeah, I'll, I'll jump up. Right. Caddo, same thing. Dexterity check for me. Uh, 13. Yep, you're fine. You're able to get onto that ladder, all right. Okay, and Ogfar, I guess you're you your armor check off that. Yeah, I'll bring up the rear. Oh, good point. Hold on. Oh. Hang on. Oh. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't take my armor check off that. Oh. You got your shield with you? No, I haven't picked it up yet, have I? <laughs> it takes it to a ten. Yeah. Okay. No, you're you're struggling as well. Um, you manage to get up onto the ledge, but it's it's just trying to actually coordinate your limbs to get your legs round under you to like a suitable position to get onto the ladder. You take it. You you do struggle slightly, uh, and you do you are you, you you do kind of slow down a bit. Um, slow down Ogvar a bit, but you do get onto the ladder and you're fine going down. Uh, so Ogvar, last one on. Nine. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, you're fine. Um. You kind of almost take like a running leap and one hand vault and just grab the ladder uh, and you're on. There we go. So you all start making your way down the ladder. Uh, it doesn't take long, really, to travel down. Um, obviously, going down is a lot easier than giving up. But the first one to land on the floor is Laura. At this point, you've travelled down about 60 foot. And you reach almost this kind of um, bulbous, circular-shaped kind of bottom. Uh, it's got a flat bottom, and you can see kind of dirt lines up the wall where water perhaps once was. Um, but it's this kind of bulbous shape, um, like a bit like an onion bulb, really. Uh, and you've got one corridor leading off to uh, the east, so to the right of you as you kind of land on the floor from the ladder. It's to your right. And this, this bottom chamber is about 20 foot across. Roughly, it's not perfectly circular. Um, we're just going to move to the one side and wait for everybody to come down the ladder. I'm going to get to the floor and go, Oh, look! Oh, look at that! A copper penny! Do what they say! See a penny, pick See it a penny, up. pick it up! All game day long, you'll have good luck! Oh, lovely, that'll do lovely! And you, you know what, story. for that... For that, you can have one luck re-roll. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So you all make it down to the bottom, and you're all stood in this little antechamber. Oh, nice. Okay, so we're down there now. That was, that was... Can we see where the light's coming from now? Yeah, so actually you can all make me a spot yeah. check. So I've still got It's light. coming from Alora's pocket. Yeah, exactly. It's coming from my pocket. <laughs> spot check. see any other light. Oh! oh I've got a nat one. Do we? Oh, dear. Spot We're check. making a spot check. check. Although, although queuing isn't. I've got double U. <laughs> <laughs> gives me a 10. Hey, you got double me, but you still got a 10. <laughs> uh, 15 all in for Kato. So 21 15. all in from Alora. 21, wow, okay. So, nice. Kado and Alora, you're able to see uh, around the room. Ogvar, you are able to see around the room. You can see kind of all this kind of like little bits and bobs, like water, kind of like water lines on the wall where perhaps water used to be. You can see all of this. But, however, Kado and Alora, unless you're looking around the room, you can see almost chiseled very lightly into the wall near this entrance, this um, this corridor leading off, is an arrow at about eye, 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 um, eye height. Oh. You see that, Kara? Laura's just going to touch the wall where the arrow is so that the others, to, to make it obvious to the others. There's an arrow, it's saying this way. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, there's only this way to go. So. I, think, I think we can all see it if you stick your finger on it. Yeah, let's, um, let's go that way. Arrow, oh, where? Oh. Up here on the wall, look. look well, stop bending gonna... over and looking for small change. Pay attention to what we're doing. Oh, I think it's great. What? What? See, in the wall here, look, it's an arrow. I mean, that's the way the, the, oh, the yes. corridor goes, the pathway goes. So I guess let's, let's go. If in doubt, follow the arrow. So Laura's going to shuffle forward. Um, she's still got, um, obviously, light on her. She's going to take her dagger back out of her pocket so that she's actually got it in her hand. And... Um, yeah, she's going to carry on down the corridor. How wide is the corridor? Is, is it a single person or...? It's it's about 10 foot wide. You can fit two people right. down there. Perhaps not queuing and Cado side by side. That would perhaps be a little too tight, but certainly uh, queuing and someone else. What are you saying? We'd bulky with armour. I've been on a diet. <laughs> not. not. <laughs> uh, right, so, uh, Alora's going to... Just down the corridor. You did jolly cleric. Oh, so, I'll bring up the reel. Yeah. Yep. So as you walk down the corridor, it's got quite a few kinks and bends in it. Um, and the first kind of kink you see as you come around the corner, there is a torch in a sconce on the wall, which you can assume, and it, it is lit. Not going to get the super question of is it lit? It is lit. Um, and. Ogvar, you can assume this is what was providing the very faint flickering light. The, the way the tunnels bent, you wouldn't have had like the full kind of pool of light. You might have got a slight flicker. You can assume this is what gave that flicker of light. Okay. Can Laura see any further light up ahead? Are there other sconces or is it just that one? Yeah, as you're looking up, you can see interspersed there are the odd sconce. It's almost like you've got your sconce giving off its it's they're not burning particularly bright there's clearly not a lot of fuel here they're burning quite dimly quite lowly um you see you've got a 20 foot pool of light a bit more of dim light and then the next one just intersects over the dim light kind of radius so there's just enough to barely light the corridor in some places but laura's gonna keep light on her dagger for now then to add extra you yep. to keep walking forward. Come on, there's, there's, okay. there's sconces here on the walls. Look, they, they kind of, and just kind of dimly see, but I'm going to keep light on. It just makes it easier. Okay, no, follow. Yep. Follow the lady with the lit dagger. Okay. You, you carry on walking for about 10, 15 minutes. And over this 10, 15 minute walk, um, you've been around some bends, obviously but and and you have this this floor is been fairly flat fairly level so as you come around this this final corner this flat land which you've been walking on this very flat flat solid ground suddenly drops away and it is a sheer drop and coming right up to level perhaps lapping ever so slightly onto the ground you're walking on is a body of still water there's no movement 
there's no um it's clear it smells of that kind of stale water smell you know that kind of kind of musty sourish scent of stale water water which hasn't moved in quite a while um and from where you're stood to the kind of far side it's about 20 foot across 25 foot across um and it's narrower it's about 10 foot wide so you know it's it's in keeping with this path you're currently on Ogvar, you can make me a knowledge nature check okay no problem um and you can see that what some, someone has done here is there is a very old rickety looking rope bridge which has been almost drunk it's been staked into the ground it's, it's more of a rope ladder than a bridge it's been staked into the ground with big iron picks on either side of the corridor and it leads up to um like another level about 15 20 foot up in the air um and it's just kind of these these planks of wood which have been slatted in okay so okay. my yeah, knowledge nature was uh 16. Okay, with a knowledge nature of 16, you could say this probably was once the water supply for the well. And the water level was probably a lot higher. And just looking at it, you can probably think, looking up towards the kind of ceiling, you can see a lot of um, stalagmites hanging down. So clearly there's been... Clearly there's been water which has been seeping in through the rock, dripping down to form these stalactites and um, filling up this reservoir of water. Clearly, the water's been drawn from the well, it's been overdrawn, and then the water's come down to a level where there's nothing being pulled through, okay. which has formed this kind of underground lake. Okay. okay. Cool. So I'll yeah. say that to the group, say, well, it's, uh, looks like this, uh, obviously, functional well up to some point, but uh, it's, uh, well, almost depleted now. Just, the water level should be right up here, look. Points out, like the, like the water marks on the way. Here and still there. I guess that's about a 20 foot, goes up about 20 foot, this rope bridge thing. Uh, it's got planks on it, so okay, here goes. So, does it look serviceable from up there, you two? Well, I think most things in this well look serviceable. This is this has been it has been maintained down here, and there's a lot of new stuff that's been replaced. And you travel because the sconce is burning, so someone's been through here. Only one way to find out, and Ogvar will just give Laura a little shove. <laughs> Off you go. <laughs> Half sort of trip and find <laughs> herself and go, Ah, what was that for? As she stood on the first plank. Oh, okay, I'll go. She's going to start stepping, is there? Even stood on the first plank, there are no handrails to this. There's no rope handrails. It is simply just planks. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> didn't realise that. <laughs> um... So you've, Good luck, you've, Laura. you've tripped up to the first step. You're fine. But even still on the first step, you can tell these planks of wood are really solid. They're not slippery. They are, and they are held really, really taut. Whoever has put these up has done their absolute utmost to make these two kind of um, ropes, these planks are strung up on as tight as possible to the point where they are almost solid. Um, you stand on it and you can't feel much give at all and it would take something really quite drastic for you to actually you know, end up sliding or, or tripping or falling off here but are there gaps between the planks like a few inches between the planks oh yeah or are they yeah yeah okay yeah uh, it's, it's like a set of steps from one to another yeah okay yeah so it's like it's like your standard kind of steps except they're free floating planks okay fine uh okay oh so she's going to use her Cuban heels and uh, stamp up and down slightly on, on the um, that she stood on. And she's going to say, Oh, flamenco! Can you hear that, guys? Can you hear that? That's, that's solid. It kind of echoes, but it's solid. Um, these are really quite sturdy. And with that, she's just going to just walk up them like a set of stairs. You walk up them like a set of stairs? She gets up to the other end sort of 20 foot up at the other end she's just gonna say come on guys they're absolutely solid that's a really good staircase that well there we go then fellas everybody follow the pretty lady yep so you're following on yeah, yeah, yeah. same order as last time 
Yeah, just so I'll hold my light out so that they've got plenty of light in in that area, so that it's flooding back down towards them. Yeah. So you all follow up the set of stairs. You don't have to make any checks. Nothing like that. It is. I mean, it's it is as solid as walking on a set of normal stairs. Um. So you know, you you travel up these stairs, and it's it's quite a disorienting experience, really, for quite a few of you because you are walking over the top of this big fairly fairly big body of water and Alora as you've gone up and you've taken your dagger with you and you've illuminated obviously going up you've had the reflection of the water kind of dancing and playing along the walls um, and actually from the top when you're looking down with your light kind of illuminating um, just permeating into the top kind of layers of water you can see that although it is stagnant water it is still quite clear um, it is like cave water and although you have this kind of sour smell, you look at it and you think that's perhaps from the top kind of a bit of scum on the top. The rest of the water looks really, really clear. Filtered water. Yeah, and you are getting the occasional blink, blink, as water drops are kind of dripping down off the stagtites and landing below and uh, like spreading out small ripples across the surface. So yeah. So you get up to the top and... Here, guys, that's... See it here from up here, guys. That's oh, see, that's really clear water. I can't quite. It's so clear. I can't quite tell how deep it is, but right. It's but like rock filtered water. Satisfied yeah. with it. So by the time you get to the, when you get to the top, you have this this rough platform. It's it's like a ledge really, um, and the corridor continues on. But at this point, it's widened out slightly. And it is going down. Um, so it's widened out to about 15 foot. And it's sloping gently down. I assume you guys have caught up and you're walking alongside me now. Yep. At 15 yeah. Foot. yeah. Yeah. So as you continue on, because you've really got no other way to go apart from forwards here. You eventually reach a section where you've, you've gone down. And you've almost gone down lower than the path you'd been walking on, lower than the level of the well. Um, and as you're walking along, it's flattened out. And then all of a sudden, as you've been walking for the past maybe five minutes, you've been getting this really, really strong... I say strong, you haven't, sorry. You've been getting this faint smell of something not so pleasant. And you eventually reach what looks like a mined out hole this hole is again 10 foot wide and you've reached the end of this corridor and if you'll make me a spot check that's a six all in from laura okay six all in 13 from 18 all in from caddo 26 frog oh blue minute yeah, definitely. With a 26, so anyone over a... I'm going to say everyone, anyone over a 12. Okay. And especially you, Ogvar. Especially you. Especially with your background and your history and your father being a stonemason. Mm -hmm. You've noticed that from when you hit this platform, perhaps the first five feet of this platform was um, kind of a natural hollowing where the water's kind of dripping down the side of the walls just hollowed out a hollow from that point onwards from that five foot onwards it has been mined out manually okay someone has actually taken a pick they've clearly hammed it out with pitons um you can see bits of scree on the floor where clearly they've just left remnants small bits you can't see where the vast majority the bulk of it is gone but Ogval, you could probably make a fairly good guess and say that they haven't manually taken it and removed it fully they've probably just dropped it into the pond uh because oh. that's the most convenient place to drop it and you know nobody's gonna care nobody's gonna question where it's come from yeah. um but you can see that this is very clearly handmade up for the next kind of uh perhaps the next 40 feet you travel down it's hand chiseled out and you do get this, this you start getting this faint smell of something quite unpleasant um it, it just kind of it's almost floating in on, on this kind of very 
gentle, stale kind of breeze, and you can feel a breeze. Um, Clearly there's an airflow coming from somewhere. Uh, But you reach this 10-foot hole. Again, it's been chiselled out. And here you can see that that rocks, whoever's chiselled out, has just shoved rocks around the edges of the hole. They haven't bothered clearing out fully. And when you look down the hole, you can see paved stone flooring. At the bottom of the hole? At the bottom of the hole. And you can see that it is. it looks to be about um, 10 foot wide. Then there is a very, very small, maybe a five foot wide channel. Then another 10 foot of this paved stone. And just from looking, you can see the walls look quite rounded and curved and smooth. Okay, is there a ladder or any way to get down? Have you just there described a... the slide? No. No, I haven't described a slide. It is, okay. it, it's just a hole looking down onto this. Um, there is a rope hung over the edge of this hole. It's been okay. slammed into the wall with a pit on. But there's a rope hanging over. Okay. It uh, seems that there is a sign of uh, humans, well, full of some description, moving about here. There's roped down there and Clearly, some man-made flooring at the bottom. Must nowhere else to go. Must, must be the way. How far down is it? Nope. Gonna stick a um over the hole so we can see clearly. Yeah. So, how long does light last on your dagger? Hour. Hour. An hour okay. per level. No. It's yeah. No, it's an ten minutes per level. It's ten so. minutes per level. So yeah, an hour. Yeah. Okay, so looking down over it, you can tell that it's perhaps a 15-foot drop. Okay. Are there any uh, knots on the rope? It's just a straight rope. It's just a straight rope. It looks to be a very good rope. Um, in fact, you can make me a... Uh, just just make me a general knowledge check, so an intelligence check for me. Intelligence. Uh, that's a 19. Okay, 19. You can tell this is like your above average rope this isn't just any rope you know you go down and you get in your basic standard adventures pack this is like the next tier up of rope so it's really well it's, it's almost um it's not quite silken rope but it's close to it in quality uh right um who who wants to go down well we're all gonna have to go down the rope uh, should should i go i'm, I'm that heavy where, wherever we're going just have a quick look and see what's about that's a good idea Wherever we're going, it's starting to feel like an episode of Ninja Warrior to get there, isn't it? We've got to go upstairs, down ladders, <laughs> over lakes. In a minute, in a minute, in a minute, somebody's going to make me run up a wall, aren't they? Clean up walls? Do you, do you want me to go first? Because, uh, obviously, uh, if I'm down there, I'm not going to fall on anybody. You're certainly not going down after me. It'll also weight test the rope. Yes, that's a good, good point. If it'll... If... If you can take my weight, then you'll all be fine. Okay, you've, ha, just, vol- ha. you've, you've just volunteered for that one. Let him go. Right, do, you want to, do you want to send Murdoch down and see what's what's doing? Or swoop down quickly and swoop back up. Report uh, if there's anything toward. Yeah, sure. Could you do that for him? Yes, you're sending Murdoch down. Yep. Yep. So Murdoch flutters down through the hole. You see him kind of disappear off slightly, and then he circles around, and comes back, and he. Perches on the edge of the hole, looks up at you and goes, ah! Sarah! The boys behave responsibly and checked in on Arvis before descending to meet up with Esther and Laura. Seeking out a well was apparently the way in to what promised to be an evening of entertainment. After some careful climbing and a round of coin toss by the cleric, the team travel through the tunnels, traverse a body of water and finally come to a halt at a hole. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Having you as a listener means everything to us. So, whichever streaming service you choose to listen to us with, please give us a like, subscribe and follow. We would love for you to join us on our Facebook or Twitter page, where you can catch up with all of our latest news. While you're waiting for the next episode of Secrets of the Silver City, why not pop over to our website, 
where you can read all of the information about this campaign, from backstories to setting. All of the links are in the bio of this episode. Join us again next week for the next instalment. Thank you for listening.